What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the one, the only, JJ Purdom. What's up, everybody? <laughs> hey, hey for change, for gotcha. Change, I'm not actually frozen. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> all you I video viewers. I good about that. <laughs> That was fantastic. All the, all the YouTube viewers will know what we're talking about. But basically for the last like month, two months, JJ's not had any video. It's just been either like completely frozen and like really awkward facial like positions, like making really funny faces uh, or there's no video at all. So he started the episode making a silly face like he was frozen. But here he is in all his yeah. glory, all his glory. So the really sad part is, is each and every week I've said to you guys like, hey, guys, how's my video? And you're like, oh, no, no, it's good. It's both you guys, you and Zetch. Ah, you're golden, man. You're golden. Not telling me that I'm frozen in the... Uh, <laughs> With a stink you know, eye like look the, or something. The lazy eye, like I got <laughs> caught, like I was just about to sneeze type of look. And uh, it would be frozen on that for a good hour and a half. And and then afterwards you would say, oh, no, you never had snow. It was like, it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, you were totally frozen. It looked like you were about ready to sneeze. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was because if bad. we, we know, we, we knew deep down inside, if we told you, you'd be so, so upset, you'd quit the show and never come back. So no, we had to lie to you totally to keep you on the show. That's, we had to keep, lie yeah. to you to keep you. Yeah. That's the sad part is I, I think at one point I actually told you like, Hey, do me a favor. If I do freeze, don't tell me because it's going to devastate me so bad that I'm just going <laughs> to be frustrated and you're not going to get a very good performance. You're not going to get anything out of me. And then you said, it's pretty much like how you are all the time. You know, it's, barely doing anything kind of falling asleep on the mic you know so pretty much no change no change whatsoever <laughs> oh man uh well how's your week been how was your so halloween good. this last weekend was it halloween was, it was pretty good my uh my kids uh and i went to a trunk or treat we were actually in a line of cars that was almost two miles long and uh, we did some door-to-door stuff and then uh, we did this truck retreat thing and we were in the car for a good hour and 22 minutes. Jeez. And <laughs> it was pretty frustrating. The kids are like, you know, can we have candy? Can we have candy? So they're eating like a piece of candy to tide them over. And then uh, they're just getting more and more anxious and agitated. And I'm getting anxious and agitated. And I'll let you in on a little secret that only you and I know. And now the listeners will know. So... We're in this line and we were in the line, like I said, for an hour and 22 minutes. And I am, I'm 42 in a few days, man. On, on this coming Friday, I'm going to turn 42 years old. And I'm, I'm totally comfortable to be able to say that I'm starting for the first time in my life to have real issues with my prostate. So this means when I got to pee, it's time to pee. And sometimes there's no pressure. I'm, I'm just saying. And so we're in this, in this long car ride with my kids complaining about, their lack of candy um, and my wife fiddling with the uh, the stereo and putting on music I don't want to listen to. And we're in this darkened car and they're playing music and the kids are arguing about candy and I've got to pee and I'm about 20 good minutes into having to pee. And I think to myself, self, that's you know how I talk to myself. If you don't pee now, you will pee yourself. This will be a bad situation. And then you will let the kids down if you pull out of this line that you've waited in for so long. So you got to make a decision. You're going to need to pee in a cup right here in the car. Oh, and no. do you. And no. look, if Janet listens to the show, she's going to find out for the first time, just like all what? the listeners. 
Wait, she was in the front yeah. seat? Yes, she was. So here's the here's the trick. I took an empty cup that was there in the cup holder. And this what? is complete honesty, folks. This is not me trying to be comedic or say something funny. This is me admitting something that I'm so proud of because for the first time in my life, with the wife literally a foot away from me, in the same seat, I peed in a cup. I and peed in a cup nice know. and slow and quiet, and I had complete control. And it was <laughs> oh, the no. greatest pee of my entire adult no. life. I've never peed in a way that was so enjoyable that it was just a scant few steps away from sex because it was enjoyable and it was perfect and it was beautiful. It was beautiful in its simplicity. And the fact that I was able to do it under the cover of darkness where she had no clue, the kids had no clue. And then I proceeded to uh, roll the window down as I started to smell my own urine and dump a full cup. And I mean a full cup of urine, freshly squeezed, warm as can be, steaming and stinking out the window onto the street below. Mm. And here I am as a proud American to say that I did it. No. Joe Adrian, I did it. It was, it was pretty awesome, G. I'm pretty oh, proud of myself right now. I, I don't know. I I don't know. I just don't There's know. There's no need for words. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're, honestly, and, okay. and here's Th- the thing. Thanks. thanks for giving me that out because I just you, don't know. <laughs> Garrett, so here's the thing. You know me, and you know for a fact that I didn't just make that up for comedy, that that indeed happened a couple of a couple of nights ago, and uh, on All Hallows Eve, <laughs> I totally let loose, man. I just let loose, and it was amazing. Oh I suggest goodness. you try it someday with you and, no. and your young wife Trudy and your boys Shep and Griffin. Just try to urinate in a cup with them in the car. See if they know. See if they know. No, I'm good. I'm good, and I'm. I'll just you know hold it. I'm good at holding it. At least in my young age. I I'm not. Very <laughs> obviously, I am not. <laughs> oh, man. I do not know where to go from there. Uh, <laughs> I, and I so. did actually tell Janet afterwards. I was pretty proud of myself. Because <laughs> I was like, I got to tell somebody. And I was like, she's in the car. Like, she's going to be like, no. And so her reaction was, really? Like, really? You did? How? how? And I'm like, <laughs> Quietly. Because if I would have told her, I've got to pee right now. I'm going to pee into a cup. I know her. And she would have been like, that's disgusting. You cannot pee in a cup in my car. And uh, (laughs) I just do it. And then it's always better to ask for forgiveness as opposed to asking for permission. I believe Confucius said that. That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Confucius. That was the thing Confucius said. So, you know, and I, you know, I'm really into his sayings and stuff. Yeah. Well, thanks for, for sharing that. Uh, I'm now extremely, uh, concerned for you and, uh, yeah, I feel, uh, <laughs> uh I don't, I don't even know. I lost for words. So let's, uh, let's move on from that. And, uh, yeah, I'll fill you guys in on a little secret today. We're going to be talking about another cyberpunk delay. Uh, we are, uh, talking about on Netflix is taking a stab at the Assassin's Creed series. Come on, nothing, no joke, taking a stab. I liked it. Okay, yeah, well, there's no reaction. I think it went right over your head. (laughs) And Halo Infinite development looking bleak. 
But first, let's give a quick shout out to our super gamer producer, Adrian the Homeboy Holmes, and our super gamer sponsors. We have Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Dustin Long, Brent Fox, and Daniel James. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, we just uh, um, so, so thankful for you guys, as well as, um, as I've mentioned in weeks prior, uh, all, everyone who supports us at the $5 and above level, their names are in the show notes. So even people we don't shout out here, their names are in the show notes. Give them a round of applause. They're awesome. And uh, even all you $1 uh, supporters, you guys are awesome too. We really can't do this without you guys. You help keep, uh, yeah, keep everything just running smoothly here. Um, ah, well... You guys help keep it run. I wouldn't say smoothly. Let's be completely honest. We, we do our best. We do our best. We do our best. Uh, yeah, we, one week you're here, one week you're not. One week Zetch is here, one week he's not. I'm I mean, always like ever present. I never. Well, I mean, I sometimes sometimes miss. In I mean, fact, that's the joy. Week you had Nate come on the show, Boba yes. Flesh, and dude, I got to tell you, and this is is complete honesty. That guy is amazing, man. He. What a great guest. Thank you so much, Nate, for being on the show. Because Nate's the boss. It, yeah. It, it was unfortunate that I wasn't able to be on the show and the Zetch wasn't able to be on the show. And Zetch is always the smart one. And uh, you know, when I'm not on. Um, so right. it was just nice to have somebody like like Bubba Fletch, like Nate, to be in the show and to be, man, what a great guest, dude. He just he was on it, he was talking, he didn't just let you steamroll over everybody like you normally do. So uh, yeah, I think I think you mean I think you mean to say he didn't leave me dangling like you and Zetch do sometimes. Yeah, that's like, that's actually that's actually what I meant. Yeah. No, yeah. no, not just pretty much. <laughs> that's messing. Uh but uh no, speaking of uh Nate, um well if you want to be like those oh, our Patreon supporters we shot it out there. And you want to hear more of Nate from last week's episode. He was actually featured on our Patreon bonus episode. So you support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys and uh, at just a dollar a month. And uh, we'd have a, each month we come out with an exclusive episode. You can only get there. Mass Effect 2. It's Zetch. It was uh, Nate. And it was, uh, oh, shoot, Steve. Uh, it was a friend of Zetch. Had him on. Um, and... Uh, yeah, they talked for a couple hours about Mass Effect, just like we did the Bioshock episode last month. This month is Mass Effect 2, and we're announcing tonight the November episode will be The Last of Us. The last That's Friday right, of every month. Epic. Yeah. Super Gamer Book Club episodes come out. The last Friday of every month, at least that's what we shoot for. We're a little late on this one. Um, but uh, yeah, this month we're going to be doing The Last of Us, which was formerly JJ's favorite game of all time. Nope, it still stands as okay. my favorite game of all time. The Last of Us is still the best game that I've ever played. And, I just wasn't uh, sure if the sequel that, toppled it or not. No, no. The story, the story, now the gameplay is far better in The Last of Us 2, you know, given several years of advancement, but the story still stands out epically as the, the best game that I've ever played. Okay. Um, well, don't don't just, talk too much about it because you'll no, have two we'll hours to gush about it, probably. I could if, gush. Uh, I could gush for a long time about that game, my friend. Well, good, good. So get ready for that one. That'll be happening at the end of this month, I think. Uh, well, hopefully, yeah. JJ's on it because this is his game. Uh, I plan on being on it too, Zetch. And uh, I think Zetch mentioned having uh, another guest, so it might be another four four man show. That'll be fun gushing about The Last of Us. Um, let's see. This week, uh. We didn't get any mailbag questions, and I forgot to ask. So we're skipping mailbag. Sorry, guys. 
Uh, if you have any questions, either go to our Discord, supergamerboys.com slash Discord. Leave them on that channel there, the mailbag channel, uh, or uh, literally anywhere. You can email us from our website or any social media. Just DM me a question you want right on air, and uh, we'll get to it next week. Um, speaking of next week, uh, this is the first time we've talked about it. Next week is our 100th episode and our two-year anniversary. That's our podcast right. is two years old, so... Yeah, that's and I crazy. believe is the two-year anniversary. I believe that's the uh, it's the anniversary where you end up getting your partner something extremely nice. Like maybe you wanted to pay for me for the first year of the Xbox uh, Series X. I will mm. gladly take that as a beautiful anniversary gift, my friend. Uh, I don't know. I don't, so I don't know if that's how that works, but uh, <laughs> yeah. hey, Garrett, I feel like your microphone might have cut out a second ago. I didn't. I didn't quite hear <laughs> your. Uh, your response yeah I mean. uh i said i think it's time for the nerdy nudes uh, ladies and gentlemen it's now time for the nerdy nudes oh man that's the best you've sounded doing that in months let me tell yeah. you <laughs> thank you sir um all righty let's get into some uh phew, some some news let's just put it at that i was gonna say some fun news but there's nothing fun about this uh, from over at GameSpot, Tamor Hussein writes, Cyberpunk 2077 delayed again. New December 10th release date confirmed. Cyberpunk 2077 has been delayed by another three weeks. Its new release date is set for December 10th. Uh, following numerous previous delays, it had been set to launch on November 19th. Um, that was the most recent date. Remember, it's supposed to come out what? Back in September. No, it's supposed to be like April of this year or March. Remember, it was supposed to come out in the spring. Yeah, and it got moved from the spring to the to September, and from September to November, and then now from November to December. So this is the fourth delay. Is that correct? My math had up there. Maybe yeah, that would be four if if that's correct. (laughs) I I just remember the September for whatever reason. I do vaguely remember it being an issue from back in springtime. But you know what? We kind of it was inevitable. We saw a lot of those games because of COVID and everything was happening. Yeah, but exactly. I think a lot of us chalked everything up to COVID. And I'm sure that that the whole COVID pandemic is probably still responsible for a lot of the delays and everything else. And delays like Halo Infinite continues getting over and over again. Yeah. Um, I think it was inevitable that Cyberpunk was going to get going to get pushed off with everything else that's going on. A lot of the attention has been on the new console generations. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's like, ah, who cares? I'm, I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk 2077 just as much as you are. I think the game looks incredible. I'd rather it be a polished gem. Um, I think that a lot of times when we get impatient about stuff, we end up with things like game, like Days Gone, you know, where it's like, man, we're just, we're so hyped and pushy for it yeah. that when it comes out and it's not ready, dude, look, I would rather them put all the love and care into it Last of Us 2 got, uh, we were talking of Last of Us, Last of Us 2 got pushed back so many times that at the end, I, and I kept getting frustrated because I kept looking forward to it. Yeah. By the end of it, it was like, okay, so it's not ready. That's yeah. fine. Let's just make sure that what we get in our hands is a, is a beautiful game, is a brilliant game, is something that we're going to cherish and enjoy. I'd much rather it take a little longer and be something that you could be happy with and uh, feel proud about spending 70 bucks on you know <laughs> so yeah 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 especially exactly yeah um 
But yeah, so they actually have a little statement uh, that they put out on Twitter. Uh, Today, we've decided to move the release date uh, by 21 days. Uh, Most likely, there are many emotions and questions in your head. So first and foremost, please accept our humble apologies. Uh, And then this is where it kind of gets into uh, what's what's actually happening with it. So the biggest challenge for us right now is shipping the game on current gen, next gen, and PC at the same time, which requires us to prepare and test nine versions of it. Xbox One and Xbox Series X, or no, Xbox One and Xbox One X compatibility on xbox series s and series x so that's four so far ps4 and ps4 pro uh ps5 pc and stadia so yeah nine versions of the game they're basically working on nine games essentially (laughs) um while while working from home since cyberpunk 2077 evolved towards almost being a next-gen title somewhere along the way we need to make sure everything works well and every version runs smoothly or where it might seem unrealistic when someone says that 21 days can make any difference in such a massive and complex game, but they really do. Some of you might be wondering what these words mean in light of us saying we achieved gold master some time ago. Passing certification or going gold means the game is ready, can be completed and has all the content in it, but doesn't mean we stop working on it and raising the quality bar. On the contrary, this is a time where many improvements are being made, which will then be distributed via a day zero patch. This is a time period we undercalculated. Um, so putting reading that like definitely puts in perspective. They they're working on a lot. Like they have nine different versions of the game they're trying to figure out. Um, and working from home, I couldn't imagine that. Uh, like trying to you know collaborate with everyone, and you can't just walk in the same room. You can't just go in a conference room and hash stuff out. It's like okay, everyone jump in the Zoom call. Okay, why isn't Steve here? Steve. <laughs> hang on let me text steve real quick steve's taking a crap hang on we gotta wait <laughs> like okay I'll, I'll, I'll call you all back in 10 minutes okay 10 more minutes go by wait steve's here. like sarah where's sarah sarah's gone now like, like i could totally see like that's the thing where it's like sure. okay how do you get everyone in the same room how do you deal with this um so everybody's gonna start wearing diapers man i mean i think that's the <laughs> whole issue here everybody needs to start wearing depends because the way you're telling the story i'm understanding people have a lot of problems people with just Exactly. And like missing or, meetings and deadlines. Or they just need to learn your technique for going to the bathroom while on a Zoom call. Pee in a cup. That's there it. You go. There you Full go. Full circle. Brought it all the way back around. Uh, the most interesting thing of this uh, actually kind of made me chuckle too is uh, oh, let me bring up this thread here. So it was uh, October 26th. Someone tweeted out, this was uh, actually uh, Penguino is their name on Twitter. Hi, before I book the 19th off of work tomorrow, can I have full confirmation the game is going to come out that day? No take backsies. And they tagged Cyberpunk in it. And Cyberpunk, the official Twitter, actually replied, full confirmation. No more delays. (laughs) (laughs) And then... uh, Famous last words. Yeah. And then, so that was October 26th. And then October 27th, so literally the next day, when they had to delay it, they, they responded to their own tweet that said full confirmation. They wrote, well, F you, and then star star, <laughs> a little frowny face. <laughs> and then the person who they, nice. they responded to, like responded back just like with a, with a really like ticked off, like Jeff or whatever. Um, yeah. It, it, at least it, they're it, able it is, to laugh at themselves. Yeah. I was I, like, at least, at least they're able to find some humor in it. Like, you know, they're able to sure. yeah, laugh at themselves. Like, okay, we've really made ourselves look like idiots here, but it is like frustrating. Cause even back in September, they had said, yeah, no more delays. 
November date, that's it. And then for us to, for them to be like, well, actually there is a delay. Like it was a little crappy, right? Like yeah. for them to say like 100%, like it's one thing to say there's no more delays at this time, but for them to say no, 100% guaranteed. Like they've, they said that in a tweet somewhere else. And then they're like, oh shoot. Well, actually, yeah, but that's kind of how, that's kind of how life is. You, you don't know what's coming around the corner. You don't our tomorrows are never promised. So unfortunately, yeah, it's got delayed, but I'm sure it'll be great. I think the game is more than likely already done. Finishing touches. Like they oh, said, yeah, this they, is uncharted said territory. They, they, they've said it's done. It's just, yeah, it's just that polishing phase, yeah. phase for yeah, all those this versions. Is, this is uncharted territory coming out on so many different consoles at the same time at the, at the precipice of new generations coming out. And they're trying to, juggle a lot of stuff all, all at the same time and uh and with the covid like you know i mean there there is drawbacks to having everybody do it from home and do it socially distanced and everything else so uh cut them some slack uh yeah. no more mean emojis and and hate tweets at them and stuff like that hey i i just want it to be the best yeah the best no, uh, game that it can be and I, and I think that it will be it looks really great i'm gonna have fun with it i know i'm picking up a copy I, I lovely supporters on Patreon. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, I, nope. I did notice that uh, if you are interested in pre-ordering it, uh, so everywhere else it's 60 bucks, but if you pre-order it on Amazon, it's only $49.99, 50 bucks. So oh, wow. if you are interested in, in buying it, I would suggest pre-ordering it because once it comes out, it will probably jump back up in price. Um, but it's mm -hmm. like a pre-order discount through Amazon. It's like you know, yeah. 10, buck, 10 bucks off. Is that only so. for... Is that only for current gen or for next gen? Uh, that was, I was just looking at the PS4 version. I guess I, I don't know. I'd never really looked at the other version, but actually let me look on air. I rarely do this, huh? Um, <laughs> uh, that is for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Uh, and at this point you cannot pre-order the next gen version. So it's just for current mm. gen, PS4. Xbox One, you can get it for forty nine ninety nine or forty nine ninety four. So yeah, head over to Amazon if you want to pre order that. Uh, unless you're one of those digital people, which honestly I'd rather get it digital. But also, if I save ten bucks, why not go and get the disc, right? <laughs> um, it is interesting. Speaking of current gen, that is a speculation uh, as to why it may be getting delayed. Um, so this is from Steve Watts over at GameSpot. Cyberpunk 2077 delays may be due to the PS4 and Xbox One versions. Uh, doo -doo -boo. Let me see here. The game is ready for the PC and runs great on next-gen consoles and could be shipped on the scheduled date on those platforms. So essentially the November date, it could totally ship out for the next-gen, Stadia, all that stuff. However, even though the game has been certified on the current gens by both Sony and Microsoft, some very final optimization processes for such a massive and complex game require a bit of additional time. From the comments, it sounds as if the game has passed certification on current gen consoles, but CD Projekt Red isn't satisfied with its performance yet. Uh, he also noted that the team is effectively working on nine versions of the game, which we already talked about. So, yeah, all we've already kind of hit on all of it since from that last news story, but... It is interesting that they're having the most trouble with the current gens, which makes me think this game is going to look and play beautiful and it's going to be massive. Like if they're having that much of a hard time to make it work on current gens, that makes me think it's just like a huge freaking game. It's going to be like 
absolutely gorgeous and that yeah. the current consoles are just having a hard time running it basically. <laughs> yeah, I would not be surprised at, because I just recently started trying to play some Red Dead Redemption 2 um, at the house and I, and I was playing pretty consistently for a few days in a row. And man, my, the motor and fan were just blowing and it sounded like a 747 engine in my living room. <laughs> and it's because that thing is being taxed out by that game that was a couple yeah. of years old. I can only imagine what it would do if it was trying to play a new version of Cyberpunk 2077. Of course, it's going to be gonna maxing fire, out man. that hardware, man. You know, it's going yeah. to light it up for sure. Yeah. So that's the deal with Cyberpunk. Um, I, I'm excited for it to come out. I hope it comes out soon. I hope the companies aren't crunching too much. Like, get your work done, but don't like kill your employees because that's that's bad news um because that's that's a lot of people's worry too is like okay they're delaying it that just mean they're prolonging the crunch prolonging like the crazy working whatever like 15 hour days or whatever <laughs> seven days a week like um that's that's no good so hopefully it sounds not... like how we work most of the time yeah sometimes <laughs> no joke no joke uh but yeah so good on them uh for at least you know they they have a standard and they're they'll do whatever it takes even going back on a promise to keep hold that standard like at least they have uh some sort of uh, uh what's the word i'm looking for like i don't know it's just uh boy the word totally escaped me i don't know whatever i was gonna say is gonna be good but i'm just really happy that at least we'll know it's gonna be a good game if they're putting this much work it's got to be a good game right right <laughs> right <Gotta> be. <laughs> we hope <laughs> Oh man, no, that's the scary thing. What if it comes out and it's trash? But let's not. Uh, no, I I highly doubt it. Just, not it, a, it, dude. It's got, it's got Ted from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> it's gotta right, be right, good. right. It's gotta be good. Um, this next news story is from The Verge. Megan Frockmanish uh, writes: Netflix is making a live-action Assassin's Creed series, uh, and an animated series are on the way too. The subtitle says. A live-action ad- ad- adaptation of Ubisoft's long-running series Assassin's Creed is coming to Netflix. The show will be the first of several new series Netflix announced, as the agreement between the streaming platform and Ubisoft will tap into the iconic video game's trove of dynamic stories with global mass appeal for adaptations of live-action, animated, and anime series. The live-action show is still in the early stages and in need of a showrunner. It's also unclear when it will take place or what it will be about. The franchise is known for combining historical settings with modern narratives and has tackled everything from the Crusades to Vikings. Um, uh, yeah, from its breathtaking historical worlds and massive global appeal as one of the best-selling video game franchises of all time, we are committed to carefully crafting epic and thrilling entertainment based on this distinct IP and provide a deeper dive for fans and our members around the world to enjoy, said Netflix original series Vice President Peter Friedlander in a prepared statement. So, uh, they didn't have, as far as I know, there's no trailer or anything like that. Um, and they even said they don't have a showrunner or anything, but how does this, uh, make you feel? I guess first, do you have history with Assassin's Creed series? Have you tried it at all? Yeah. Yeah. I played a couple of the, I don't know which games I played, but I played a couple of the different games and they're really fun. They're beautiful. I mean, they're open world, but I start, I played those games when I, didn't have a lot of experience with open world. And I think you kind of remember a couple of years ago, I was very much, I need to play games that are very linear. I yes. can't 
get out in the weeds. It's too big, too much for me. Um, I need to have like, just to like, Hey, I play platformers, man. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm super Mario brothers level one, one. And I'm, I go from there. You can't put me out into like too much. And like, I'm old. So I get confused easily. Right, confused and very then people easily. have to help me get home. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I played a little bit. I think they're great. I don't have any experience with the Witcher, but I know that the Witcher is a huge deal on on netflix um i've seen a little bit of the the trailers it looks fantastic and i know if you're a fan of the witcher then you love the tv show Uh, if you love the games you love the tv show and there are people who love the the tv show that never played the games but um given that the fan base was so into it like that i think that this is great. People love Assassin's Creed. I mean, it's they've come out with so many different games. I'd be interested to find out what they're going to follow, which story they're going to go after. Yeah, there's so many. There's, there's been there's been a lot he's of Assassin's Egypt, Creed right? games. I mean, he's been everywhere. He's, he's uh, on Mars once or something. I'm well, not, no, not. Sure. <laughs> no other worlds. Was there any aliens at all? Um. Let's see if and, I can. And did I hear correct that you said there was going to be an animated series too? Yeah. I mean, so it didn't say it in the article, but it said in the subtitle that the that they're working on an animated series um, as yeah. well. Which I don't know if it means animated series of Assassin's Creed or of. It sounds like Ubisoft and Netflix are teaming up, so it could. I don't know if it'll be an animated series of Assassin's Creed or if it'll be another Ubisoft property. Like if they'll do. Um, well, like in the past, they had the rabid TV show, like the rabbits. Um, <laughs> I wonder if they'll do something similar like that, like animate, if that's what they're talking about. But no, I'm, I'm excited about this. Uh, the Assassin's Creed, the, now the Assassin's Creed movie that came out like five, six years ago, that was really bad, like really bad. Um, it had, uh, what's his name as, uh, oh man, why am I blanking on his name? One second, I need to uh, find this because you'll know exactly. Like uh, Michael Fassbender. Oh, okay. He was. He I played know who like, Michael Fassbender is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Where there was a movie. Yeah, so he played like the main character in the Assassin's Creed movie. I'm like Michael Fassbender. Like he's awesome. And there was like a couple other people in the movie. I'm like, okay, I'm like yeah, there's some good actors in there. It was not a good movie. It was really bad. Uh, <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, as far as I know, they've never had any other like movie or TV content, but um, there's so much potential there. Like, they could literally pick any point in history, and I don't know. Like, they there's so much content in the video games. There's been tons and tons of games, um, both in the mainline series and in spinoffs. So I'm all about this, especially after the success of The Witcher. I mean, they've already announced they're doing another six-part live-action prequel to The Witcher, so they're coming out with six more episodes that take place before the season that had already come out. And then they've also revealed Netflix is doing a, a live-action TV series on uh, Resident Evil. They're doing a Resident Evil TV show on Netflix. So, I don't know. Like I, I mean, we haven't seen anything about that at this point. Um, but they have a good track record, so... I'm excited. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see, obviously. <laughs> uh, but I'm also interested in what uh, other properties they take in the future. Like, okay, they, they, they're talking about that they're teaming up with uh, Ubisoft. Does that mean we're going to get a Far Cry movie or a Far Cry TV show? 
Um, that would be insane. Like the villains are always so like over the top and crazy in the Far Cry games. Like imagine like Far Cry Five as a TV show or or yeah, one, even, I, one, even one of the earlier ones. Like that'd be crazy. I would almost guarantee that Far Cry Five is going to get some type of TV show at some point. I mean, that game is epic, dude, and it's there's no wonder that characters that were like you know like that was the cult one, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That was the one that was just, it was mind blowing. Like the whole cult situation. Um, I could definitely see that coming to the, to the little screen uh, on Netflix. Netflix is doing some really great work. I know that like they get bashed for some stuff. I'm actually thinking about canceling my subscription right now just to make room for that whole Xbox uh, uh, series X uh, $35 a month thing. So uh, something's got to be carved off Garrett, you know, you've got to lose weight somewhere. And, and, um, Apparently Netflix is the one that's going to get the axe. Uh, unfortunately, honestly, I don't watch when it's enough. like when it's like seventeen, sixteen, seventeen bucks a month, like mm-hmm. we 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 rarely use our Netflix subscription. I've been tempted to cancel ours too, and just bring it back when a show comes out. Like mm-hmm. we basically watch Stranger Things, and uh, I don't know. There's maybe one other show that I can't even think of right now, but that, that's it. Like that's uh, I'm already having a hard time coming up with shows, so I've been tempted to cancel already. But man, as soon as like. Resident Evil jumps on there as soon as Assassin's Creed jumps on there. Those are the types of things that would make me at least re-up it for a couple months to mm-hmm. watch those. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. But um, we'll definitely be talking about it on here if there's if it's if it's good. <laughs> uh, and if it's so bad, that, we'll talk about it then as well. Yeah, and then we'll just make honest. make fun of it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so hey, but, um, yes, I know this doesn't this doesn't play into it real well, but. I've just got the creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Is there going to be cake next week with our two year anniversary? I mean, I know, I know it has nothing to do with the Witcher or nothing to do with Assassin's Creed or Netflix, but I just feel like you need to subscribe to this man. If we need you, cake. If you want need- cake in your studio, you can buy cake for yourself, but I'm not going to ship you a cake. Wouldn't it be a lot better, though, if it was homemade? I mean, if you lovingly crafted and carved it. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. Okay. Hear me out. This last weekend for my son's birthday, I made him cupcakes. I will save you a cupcake for next week's recording. And uh, they're gluten-free, egg-free, dairy-free. Definitely not sugar-free. There's lots of sugar. Let me tell you that. Okay. You just took all the good stuff out and you added sugar. That's not how things are done. I mean, it tastes pretty dang good. Let me tell you, uh, for being everything free, for being flavor free, uh, I, I was able to pack a lot more just just, extra sugar. Let me tell you, I was just like, okay, this isn't going to taste good at all. So I just, uh, added a, a lot of icing on top. And when, well, before I was baked it, let me try to add a bunch of vanilla. I'm like, just add some vanilla to the batter. That makes everything better. So you just put a bunch of sugar and then you had, did you have your kids end up going trick or treating and give them candy as well? Oh, Shep was wired. Let me tell you. (laughs) My kids, my kids ended at the end of the night, we weighed the candy and there was four and a half pounds of candy. Ooh wee. Yeah. It was a lot of candy. That's a lot of candy. So I actually, we only gave them 15 pieces a piece and then gave all the rest to, uh, to Brent Fox, who's one of our supporters on Patreon. And when I handed it to him, I said, happy diabetes, Brent. <laughs> and he cried yeah. out of pure joy. <laughs> so I don't, That's awesome. I don't know. And then he had to take several insulin shots. So I don't <laughs> I mean, It is what it is. 
It is what it is. Um, actually, right before we started recording, I uh, was munching on some Skittles. I like me some Skittles. So, um, you, you stole that poor baby's candy. No, this was from the bowl that we uh, we had set up a bowl for trick or treaters, and then we had like three kids stop by our house, and I'm like, oh darn, oh. I guess I gotta eat the candy. And Trudy's like, no, you don't need it. You shouldn't eat all that. I'm like, why? I never get candy. I never get a treat. <laughs> so I, so I've been sneaking it and into my office and hiding it. And places. okay. I got. I gotta say, uh, speaking of your office, you were at the office that we share. Um, you know, mine being the bigger desk and yours being like the little, the little, you know, phone answerer desk. Like it's a small sissy secretary desk. And I've got like the the giant sales manager, boss, king potentate <laughs> office uh, okay. table. And okay. uh, did I make my table and desk sound big enough yet? Yeah. It's pretty big. Yeah. So I walked in this morning and Garrett was in the can, obviously because of his IBS. Let's not talk about it. We're not supposed to talk about it on the show. Irritable it bowel happens. syndrome. Look it up. It Google happens. that. Google it. So uh, he poops. was in the bathroom crapping his guts out. I walk in. He's not there. And I see that he's got his little every morning. Mr. Moreland Garrett has this loving piece of like some gluten free bread that looks like a sponge. And has no flavor and taste and probably crap tons of sugar. Oh, hold on, morning. son. Let me tell okay. my story. And then okay. you can implement like, it's not gluten-free. And then he's always got like a little piece of like peanut butter that looks like the, that, you know, the kind that you have to like stir. It's all chalky and crappy. He puts a little like half a teaspoon of that on this little gluten-free piece of bread. It's all flavorless and tasteless. And I want you to know what kind of a devil I am. That when I walked in, I looked down at his little piece of bread and that he stupidly left just sitting there. But there was a huge part of me that's like, I'm on diet. I don't eat bread. But just because he's dumb enough to leave it out, I should eat this thing right now. Just eat it. Swallow the whole thing whole. Choke down that chalky peanut butter and that nasty bread just because. And, and here's the deal. I would have thought it was hilarious. He wouldn't have thought it was funny at all, but it wasn't about no. him. It was about me entertaining myself. <laughs> and I legitimately almost reached for it. And I thought, ah, it gets a little sissy as bread. And when he came back in, I told him and I was like, wouldn't that have been so funny? And he's like, no, yeah, it wouldn't have no, been funny at, at all. all. I would have been pissed. <laughs> yeah, but that would have been the part that was funny. It's my because breakfast. I was willing to like screw my diet just to screw you and eat your food. That's humor, dude. Just, just so you could, just so you could have a little chuckle, and that's it. <laughs> I no, that's all the, it would have been. By the way, this morning, chuckle. this morning, it wasn't my peanut butter toast. It was actually a really good uh, banana chocolate chip muffin. So, oh no, are you serious? It was, yeah, it was amazing. I'm kind of mad. I totally should have eaten that damn thing. Yeah, I would have been even more mad. Like I would have been mad if it was my peanut butter toast. I would have been <laughs> pissed if you ate my banana. Peanut a chocolate chip muffin. <laughs> I'm oh, really man. upset. I, I really, honest to God, I wish that I would have done it now. Now it's I've no. killed the I've killed the humor of it now. I can never do it to good. you because I already told you. Good. <laughs> Please. No, don't. it's not good. I killed a joke. Uh, I killed can we, it. Can we do this last story? Yes. <laughs> okay, this last story uh comes from Bloomberg. Uh, actually Jason Schreier over there. Uh shout out Jason Schreier. Uh, Microsoft's new Halo game loses a top director after a project delay. Um, <clears throat> Turbulence continues on Microsoft Corp's Halo Infinite video game with the departure of the project's director. Chris Lee, who oversaw production at Halo Infinite, 
uh, of Halo Infinite at 343 Industries, which is developing the game for Microsoft, is no longer working on it, he confirmed to Bloomberg News on Wednesday. Lee is the second top director on the project to leave in the past two years. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I stepped back from Infinite and I'm looking, I am looking at future opportunities, Lee said. I believe in the team and I'm confident they will deliver a great game and now is a good time for me to step away. Is it right? Like potentially months before it's supposed to come out, like just a few months. Now's the time to step back. I don't know about that. <clears throat> the highly anticipated next Halo installment was originally slated to come out alongside Microsoft's launch of its next generation uh, in November. The game was delayed in early August, however, following poor fan reception to an early public version. Lee's role was sidelined a few weeks later as Microsoft brought in Halo veteran Joe Staten to lead the single-player campaign and another senior executive, Pierre Hintz, to run the multiplayer. Lee has been at 343 Industries in 2008, a year after its founding, overseeing the Halo series. And since 2016, his title has been Partner Studio Head. He remains a Microsoft employee, and while I step back from Halo Infinite right now, we appreciate all he has done for the project to date, Microsoft said in an emailed statement. Um, very interesting. Uh, it says here that development has been rocky for Halo Infinite. In August of 2019, it lost its creative director, Tim Longo, uh, and exec executive producer, Mary Olson. At the time, the company said the overall creative vision and production of the game remains led by Chris Lee. Uh, well, not anymore because he just left. So I all that to say, uh, how worried are you about the final product of Halo Infinite? They've lost two creative directors. They've lost a um, executive producer. And just in like a month before, not even a month, like the, the month they got delayed, they brought in two new people. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it's a good sign, man. Um, Halo and, was the and, thing. And, and real quick, sorry. And we yeah. don't have, we don't have an actual release date. I forgot to say that it's been delayed, but they didn't say to when they just said it's delayed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Halo Infinite was the thing that, that the next generation, the series X was actually hanging its hat on. As like, this is the, the new game for the new console. And so for it to be falling down so badly, it's not a good sign. Mm. But thankfully, Xbox has done so much other good stuff in the preparation for this new console that I don't think that it's affecting it as badly as it could have. Uh, Halo Infinite being delayed over and over and over again could have been like a death blow for the Series X and could have cemented how well PS5 is going to do. But I think Xbox has been so great with all of the other stuff they've got going on right now, going into this new console um, with the monthly payments, um, Game Pass, the way that it's being set up and pushed, uh, all of the, the buying of all these different uh, producers and, and uh, developers. So... I would say it sucks. It's sad. Um, they were leaning on it so heavily. Um, it's weird to see Xbox kind of backing up off of the Halo bandwagon and just really relying on all the other uh, good stuff they're putting out there. Halo also I mean, was to. being pushed for this great multiplayer that yeah. was going to go free to everybody, which I think, again, that's that's a brilliant move. It's super smart because who's not going to want to play the campaign? You know, so I think they'll sell more of the campaign and stuff like that. But um, 
this is kind of like a really crappy blow for them right now. You know, it'd be great for, for them to start off the console generation with Halo Infinite polished and shined up real nice. And it's just, it's just not going to happen for them. So you got to imagine they're yeah. kind of a little devastated. It's definitely a huge bummer that it's not going to be there at launch for sure. Like hundred percent. Like it's, that sucks. That's really crappy. It would have been super awesome to have this awesome set piece really like pushing the Xbox to its limits and showcasing all the cool features and the controller and the console and the power and the graphics and all this stuff. But one positive, like, because I think we can find positive, even these crappy stories, uh, at least they caught it before the game released. Like, if this game came out, the fact that these people are leaving makes me, and because he was a, like, these are creative directors, so this probably has some to do with the multiplayer, but even more so to do with, like, potentially the story and where the direction the story was going or the campaign was going. Um, if the game had shipped and it had a crappy story, a crappy campaign, and maybe it didn't look great, like, the graphics weren't, like, if there was just there's issues with it like that'd be even more of a bummer like we'd be even more livid if it came out and was garbage so it sucks that this is happening that people are backing out and leaving there's been restructuring reshuffling of stuff um and then it got delayed but at least now we can look forward to okay hopefully they caught it in time and then when they do give a release date it's a real release date and when it comes out it'll be good so i don't know we, we, we yeah. at least have that hope to look forward to like okay they caught it now and not a week before it was coming out where they're like, oh, shoot, <laughs> kind of thing. I, you know, I know that I've only played a little bit of like the, the Halo one. That's the only yeah. real experience I have with Halo. Um, are, are you a Halo guy? I mean, did you you played you had the, the 360 at one point, so you had to have played a little yeah. bit. I mean, are you a big fan? Are you excited about Infinite or is this one of those things where you're like, hey, man, this is a must have for me. I worry you I... at the whole Halo Halo so I, my first Halo is Halo 3. I bought an Xbox 360. All my friends hated Halo 3, so I got Halo 3. I got super into the campaign and the multiplayer. Uh, and then like Halo 3 ODST, that was actually one of my favorites. I really loved that. It was a spinoff. Like you didn't play as Master Chief. You played as these other, this you know, orbital dropship trooper. Um, uh, and it was just a very amazing game, actually, uh, the spinoff game. Uh, and then was it Halo 4? Halo Reach, I played Halo Reach, which I don't think is the fourth, like I think it's, I don't think it's called Halo 4, I think Halo Reach and Halo 4 were different games, um, if I remember correctly, yes, they were different, so yeah, I played Halo Reach, which is technically like a prequel to the whole series, if I remember right, like it takes place before everything, um, so I played those three games, and I really enjoyed them and love them, but I am not like a Halo guy. I'm not necessarily like in on all the lore. I mean, I've never played the first two and I've never played four or five. So I don't really know what's going on. I just know from three uh, and three, three ODST and then that that reach. Uh, and I really enjoyed them. I love them. Uh, a lot of fun, a lot of fun on the multiplayer. But I guess I'm, well, the reason I'm so excited about this one is because there's been talks that it is supposed to be kind of like a return to form for them. Like the talk about Halo Infinite is that we want it to feel like the classic Halo. And I mean, you can even see that from the box art, the way they like the, the box art for Halo Infinite is very reminiscent of the box art for Halo 1, the first Halo game on Xbox. Um, and they've talked about like the feeling of the game kind of being reminiscent of that. Not necessarily exactly like it, 
but reminiscent of classic Halo, Halo 1, 2, 3, those ones. Because um, from what I've heard, again, I haven't played them, but 4 and 5 take it a very different direction in the way it feels. A little quicker pace, the way the story is gone is a lot of people aren't happy with. Um, so I'm very interested in Halo Infinite more so for the return to form and, okay, where are they potentially going to take the story? Because even though I don't know the story from 4 and 5, um, I I would be interested in catching up on those because they're actually slowly, slowly coming to PC now too. Those old ones are all coming to PC. So I'd love to play through them so then when Infinite comes out, you know, I could jump in and get to get that taste. So that's kind of my my stance on Halo. Like I'm not the Halo guy, but I am very intrigued by it and by like the huge fandom for it. And I do have a, you know, affinity for those older ones. Yeah, I've got friends that are just giant fans of the whole mythology behind everything. They're reading the books, you know, and and like kind of goofing out about it. And and I know one in particular, a buddy from church that talks about it continuously and has been really looking forward to infinite. Um, we actually talked about this um, yesterday or the day before, I think yesterday, actually. Uh, yeah. We we're talking about it yesterday and um, he's, he's devastated by it not coming out at launch. So he, he just was really, really hoping for it. It feels like he doesn't even want to get the, the, the series X right now based on, Infinite oh, not being ready, which I don't understand. Crazy, um, yeah. Because it'll come out eventually. It's just, it's just like a a sweet uh, chocolate chip brownie that you're baking for my two year anniversary, and it's not quite done in the oven, and you're you're trying to prepare it and bring it out fully cooked. And right now, it's just Halo Infinite is not fully cooked yet. So you want to put Correct. it back in, let that sucker cook up. <laughs> and then trust me by leaving it on your desk while you have IBS and you're in the bathroom. And, and I promise I, I won't no, devour. I don't trust you. Trust you but, at all anymore. No more trust. I, I wouldn't uh, trust me. I don't, I don't <laughs> trust me. And I'm like the most trustworthy person I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, that is it for the nerdy nudes. Uh, some uh, interesting stuff happening, and uh, yeah, I look forward to seeing where all of this ends up. A lot of uh, unknowns at this point in the gaming industry, but man, isn't it crazy in... Please a second. Next week, the new consoles come out. Next Tuesday, the oh. Xbox is out, and next Thursday, the PS5 is out. I don't think I was prepared for that right now. <laughs> isn't that insane? Wow. Yeah. On the 10th, which is Tuesday, uh, Series X and S come out. And then Thursday, the 12th, that's PS5. I know we've talked about it ad nauseum, Garrett, but do you already have your Series X pre-ordered? I mean, are you getting it at launch? No. So I, I've okay. kind of talked about it. I've talked about it a few times on, on the episodes, but I am not planning on getting next-gen consoles. Um yeah, there is just is one of those things where I feel like at launch there's not enough for me to justify a purchase like that. And then on top of that, uh well I had also mentioned like like finances just weren't in place. Uh <laughs> and they really aren't in place now because uh my laptop has actually been acting up. I've been like blue screening and getting all sorts of issues. So I recently just had to buy a new computer. Um so that But way I tell I you can... about going to those kinds of sites, buddy. Yeah. The thing is, you got to right. put on incognito mode. You don't, yeah, and you also don't want to get caught 
going to any of them and they're just going to junk up your stuff man so it i'll show you some stuff later uh, help you hide some of that thanks yeah i can't wait oh my gosh um but yeah so because of that i actually have a new uh, desktop coming uh my first uh pc rig i'm excited because i've always just had All laptops right. and i'm like no i need to take this seriously because my laptop is dying on me actively why do i feel like i'm losing you to the pc gamer club <sighs> tell you what i think i mentioned i actually think i said this to nate last week that i've played more games on my pc in the last two months and i'm i i i don't think i've turned my ps4 on at all the last two months i've played all my games on pc or switch is it think about that i haven't touched my ps4 in like two months at least if not longer um, <clears throat> it's crazy yeah i'm turning into wow. a pc nerd i don't know how i feel about that either um right now i'm still in denial mm -hmm. uh working through those stages of uh grief i guess yeah have you started um, to go into any of those 12-step programs or any of that my, i might need to i might need to yeah <laughs> yeah okay so do tell you're you're not you're not doing the the mouse uh point and click are you i mean that's the only way oh god no <laughs> oh oh god garrett no you can't garrett Please, please. I mean, Say that you're I mean, just saying that for comedy. You're just, you're trying to mess with me right now, right? Oh, I'm just messing with you. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. I was worried <laughs> for just a second. I was so, like, honestly, dude, I thought, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I knew you were a dork, but like, I thought, oh, he's gone. <laughs> He's completely, oh, completely man. lost. Yep, yep, totally. Yeah, 100% lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, now I'm not knowing what, what you're it, doing. I don't, I'm not I think reading it's, you very well. I think it's time for us to get into our Patreon. And how about that? <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Uh, now it's time for our Patreon ad. Uh, quick uh, segue. That was a smooth segue to get away from uh, answering JJ's question there. Um, so if you really love what we do, you loving the show, enjoying uh, you know the vibes JJ and I have going back and forth, where uh, I'm the smart, good-looking guy and he's like the 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 stinky, like uh, hunchback from Notre Dame kind of kind of guy yeah. who does not just accurate. <laughs> Now, if you if you if you're enjoying this episode or previous episodes and you want to help support us, um, help us keep this train a rolling, uh, go to Patreon.com/slash/SuperGamerBoys and you can support us at uh, four different levels. Is that right? Did I math good? Um, yeah, you did good math. I'm very proud uh, of you. One dollar a month, you get our, all of our episodes early and ad free, as well as those Patreon exclusive episodes. Five dollars a month, you get all you get that plus show notes. And your uh, so you get to see what we're going to be talking about before we record. You know, you know those get sent right to your email, letting you know, hey, here's our show notes, our whole outline for the show. You can leave your comments, questions, concerns. We read them on the air if you want. Uh, plus your name in the show notes, the show description. Uh, Ten dollar a month. That's the sponsor tier. You get the shout out on the show plus all the previous perks. And then our Patreon producer tier, fifteen dollars a month, and you get to be our boss, just like our uh, magnificent uh, overlord. Adrian Holmes. Uh, he uh, keeps us uh, on track. He's always checking in. 
Um, always, uh, you know, JJ was out last week and you, you got a scolding, didn't you? You got a call from, from AJ and he'd say he set you straight. Like, Hey, get back on the show. No slacking. We want good content. Recently he made me put a webcam up in my bedroom for no reason. I don't even know why. Oh, and oh that's, that's weird. That's been that's really weird. And there has been some late night phone calls, but Adrian, I appreciate it. He does have like a sweet dulcity tone and he's very, very comforting when he, when he, he really calls. is. Yeah. Yeah. I do enjoy talking to him for that. Um, and he does call very late, uh, like just the middle of the night, kind of out of the blue, but that's, that's yeah. fine. Cause it, his voice really does just put me right back to sleep. It does. It's very just calming right and soothing. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like we're like, you know, talking all this crap about Adrian. He's never going to hear this cause he's a producer. So he doesn't get the ad. And that's so. why we can say all the, totally <laughs> that's why we say all this. Yeah. Stuff <laughs> um, so if you want to be like Adrian, be like our other awesome uh, Patreon supporters that, you know, we shout out to being in the show or that uh, you see in this description, um, go over to patreon.com slash super gamer boys. You can get those awesome perks. And like I said, just helps take the edge off of doing this podcast because um, it's not free uh, and uh, your support really helps uh, us. Yeah. To even do this, you know, as often as we do, because uh, yeah. It's uh costs money and we're so so thankful though for, yeah. for your support, for you guys' love. And uh yeah, I think it's time for us to yeah. uh get back to the show. Alrighty, let's uh, get into some new releases here. Uh, there's a three of note this week. Uh, I'm sure if we had Nate on the show, he'd probably out of left field pull this banger like he did last week. I like I had like two really stupid new releases. I'm like, hey, I got these, and it, one of them was a joke because it was like just a stupid Transformers game that no one cares about. Um, and he's like, oh, I have this real new release. It's actually a good game. So thanks, Nate, for making me look bad on my own show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, here's some three new releases that uh, I found on the old list. Uh, I, I just use Game Informer. I just go over to Game Informer, and they have release schedule for the whole year. It's really, I just cheat. I'm a cheater. Uh, but the three from this last week, we have Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, I did not realize that game was coming out this week or last week. So Watch Dogs Legion finally came out. It was supposed to come out in the spring. Actually, no, last fall, was it? Got delayed like a year or something like that. Finally came out. I don't know what reviews are on that, but I'm sure you can go find them. Go do a little quick Google. Uh, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, PC. Uh, Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Uh, so it's like a remastered Pikmin 3 from originally from Wii U, now on Switch, uh, October 30th. And then the Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope came out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC on October 30th. And that is a game, it's a sequel to uh, Man of Medan, the game that we did last Halloween for the Spooky Gamer Boys, that flop of a series that may it or may not ever come back. <laughs> may or may not ever yeah. come back. Um, I don't think or so. Or if it, if it does, it would be a very, very uh, different form than what we did. But uh, yeah, so if you're interested in Man of Medan, go watch uh, the four, like, it's like eight hours of us playing this really not scary game. Um, I think it was like four, four plus hours for, I think we did like four. You're right. Yeah. It, it was like, like they were about an hour to an hour and a half each. So yeah, you're right. It was maybe like four yeah. to five hours, but still it was too long and it, it wasn't was good. Um, there was a couple of really good jump scare moments. Maybe I should just do like uh, a super cut of all like the jump scares. <laughs> It'd be like, 
two minutes long of just you and, <laughs> you and I screaming like, yeah, <laughs> there wasn't um, enough to make it, to make it worthwhile. That game yeah. was a huge letdown because there was that other game that was the, uh, the point until dawn. One. I can't Pre- remember. Um, un- until oh. dawn. But yeah. Previously yeah. they made until dawn, which was amazing. It was amazing. What a tremendous yeah. game. And man, Medan had promise, but it was one of those games that didn't deliver. So I'm not excited about the, uh, the sequel in any way. I'm kind of surprised that they that they made a sequel. So well, it's that's, an anthology. The idea is that it could take place in the same world, but they're not connected. They're being an anthology, like you know, kind of like a, a Twilight Zone kind of thing. And, um, and if you're curious, if you have the Xbox Game Pass, I think that Man of Medan is actually free on Game Pass right now. So you can go check it out. It's if you like that kind of thing, it, it's okay, um, but you would not want to watch the the right. miserable it's, stream that we did. <laughs> it's yeah i could see first time playthrough like yeah it's it's a fun enough game once through but it's not fun to watch which like a lot of spooky scary games like they can be fun to watch like especially the reaction stuff like that this just didn't have that so it wasn't like so it's it's fun to play through alone one time it's not for me it didn't have a lot of replayability and it doesn't have like the excitement factor for other people to want to watch you play it like we anticipated right. we're like oh there's gonna be lots of scares and lots of like whatever we'll be able to riff off each other and it was just a very just like bland game for that type of thing so very much like hey if you can play it for free it's not a bad game in that sense if it's just you in the dark on your couch playing this be game fine. i'm sure you'll i'm sure you'll enjoy it. it's about four to five hours but yeah it's that's that's about all it's good for. So I'm in I'm very interested to see. In complete contrast, we played um, one episode of a streaming the Blair Witch game, and yeah. that was actually pretty freaky and could actually be entertaining <laughs> yeah. in watching. That um, just came to Game Pass too, right? I believe it did. Game Pass yeah. now, yeah, yeah. So Blair, check out Blair Witch because uh, that one. Uh, it took a little bit. It had a very, very slow start, but once we got to it, it's like, oh shoot, like this is terrifying. And then we stopped and and, and for some reason, (laughs) yeah, we, we stopped and for some reason didn't do more episodes of that. We should have kept going because we finally got to the scary part. Yeah, probably. We were completely afraid. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm kind of curious what reviews are for Little Hope. I haven't looked up any, um, maybe after the show, I'll look them up and, and just see, but just go into that one with caution based off of man of Medan, you know uh yeah it wasn't too i'm not too excited about it but we'll have to wait and see uh well jj uh what you been playing dude i have played no regular video games for nearly a month um work has been insane home life has been insane yeah. i recently took on exercising uh this stuff crazy uh and let me tell you uh i've never heard of it i don't know what that exercise is and stuff uh, i don't like it <laughs> no i'm just kidding actually i feel amazing uh doing a little bit a couple times a day and um i feel better i just feel better about myself i feel better physically so i've been doing a lot and i just feel like i'm so busy and bogged down with work and with life there's just the when it's time for me to be able to have a little bit of free time and be like, okay, I can play a game. Lately in my life, I have been like, oh, that takes brain power. And right now I don't have any. So mm-hmm. I kind of just want to veg out and watch something. So I'll, I've been watching a lot of TV and everything else. I'm excited. There's no 
I don't have any games right now that are just calling to me. Um, I, I went back and forth with playing Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, playing a little bit of Fall Guys here and there. Um, I love doing that with my kid. There, there's something that's so rewarding about playing a game with them and uh, and beating him mercilessly. It feels pretty good, <laughs> although that never happens. It's actually the exact reverse opposite. Uh, but as far as like regular games, I haven't played any, but I have played a little bit of Among Us. And so, yes. uh, <laughs> no, dude, I do. I don't get it. I don't, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's just it's a not, game of lying. It's just a lying game. Like you. And you would think or, I'd I, be great at that. Yeah. You would think I would be amazing at that. But for well, some it's, reason. It's, it's a mix of lying and just being able to like, you either have to be a detective or a liar. Like that's what you have to be good at. Like if you're a crewmate, then yeah, you have to just be a really good detective. Like, okay, who's lying right now? Like who's not telling the truth? And then if you're the imposter, they're like, I feel like you would just thrive at being the imposter. Like, no, because okay. you can just. I, and I appreciate you saying that I would be a good liar. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, <laughs> let, wait a second. Am I supposed to be offended? But I'm not really sure. So I actually, no one knows. the first game that I played with my son and my daughter, I got to play both of them at the same time. I was the imposter, like first okay. time out. And I was like, oh, oh, this is what they've been talking about. <laughs> and I was like, oh, golden. This is fantastic. Yeah. And then I didn't really know. I killed somebody immediately and then everybody knew it was me like immediately. Oh yeah. So you got to do it in secret. You got to like bait someone away and then like do it and then jump in a vent and go hide in another room. And then you circle back around with a group. So then the group is like, Oh, JJ has been here the whole time. And you wow. all, all, all walk in on the body. Like, Whoa, we just found a body. Who was it? Wasn't me. I'm the only one that's really scared that you have this whole thing that kind of mapped out. Like you just have it all planned. This is how you got to do it, Jay. You got to go around. No, that was scary, Garrett. You went there really, really quick. That's the strat, man. That's the strat. Okay. All right. I'm going to have to take notes. That's short. And uh, the goal of the game is to not not have anyone uh, sus you. You don't want to be sus. Mm -hmm. That's the terminology. Um, If someone says you're sus... That's not good. That means basically. I thought they were best saying behavior. I was cisgendered, and I didn't know what that meant. I got kind of offended, and I'm like, "Of course I am," but then apparently that's not what that means. Uh, um, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. Among Us is amazing. I want to play more of it. I feel like all my friends have already like moved on from it. They played so much of it, and I'm like, "No, I need more. I want to right, play it more." It was super Among Us. hot for like two weeks, and that was what everybody was playing. And I feel like everybody kind of moved on. It just, it goes through like little phases. It's fun. So much fun. Uh, Well, cool. Well, uh, is that all you've been playing? Anything else? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I haven't had any opportunity to play anything else. Wasn't sure if he had like a sneaker, a sneaker, uh, forget it. I don't even know what I was going to say. Well, if you were to say, I don't wear sneakers, I wear sandals whenever I'm not wearing uh, my my boot, my crap kickers. Uh, but no, I watched, I watched, <laughs> I watched uh, a little bit of hoarders buried alive, uh, or hoarding buried alive. I love hoarders. Like there is something so special and spectacular about people who hold on to crazy amounts of I mean, garbage we get they to, don't need. We get to deal with them on a daily basis. At exactly. Work. Exactly. <laughs> and it like it to see them on TV and for me to be able to, I was just in a home just like that. Uh, I was just watching an episode a couple of days ago of hoarding buried alive and legitimately, and you can understand this better than anybody else listening. Probably um, this, this guy had a horrible, 
horrible German cockroach uh, issue. And it was everywhere. I mean, everything that he turned over, he was just infested. He was in bed with roaches clawing over. And I've been in several homes that are just like that. I was, and I was 100%. telling, I was I've telling my, my wife and my kids who were watching it with me while we were eating dinner. Cause yeah, we're that weird. Uh, we're sitting there eating dinner and we're watching hoarders and seeing these roaches <laughs> crawl over the place. And I legitimately said, I was just in a house yesterday, yeah. yesterday or the roach uh, roach infestation was that bad. And it, it's literally uh, the next street away from me and like four blocks down the road. And it was that bad, just like the, and I mean, it was so bad, dude, that like everybody in the house is like, that's disgusting, dad. You could see that stuff and then you're eating dinner and like, you're fine. And I'm like, yeah, you kind of just harden up to it, man. You get used yeah. to it. You get really, yeah. That's one thing I don't miss. Like now that I'm not out in a van, like, yeah, I walk into a house, I see on my schedule, okay, German roach job. Oh, okay. That's not going to be great. <laughs> but there's a, there's a, there's a range there. Like there's like, oh, this is just a minor, like just, they only saw like two roaches, but they just want to get it taken care of right away. And then there's the people who've lived with it for five years or yeah. more and they don't even notice they have an issue it's like the landlord stepped in and says no you have to get this taken care of yes and, and it's like anybody who's oh, listening before no. <laughs> you before you get all crazy and think that garrett's being a racist by saying that they're a german roach so what it is is there's okay. so <laughs> many different types of cockroaches uh there's there's several different large cockroaches that live outside and then there's one golden yellow tan commensal cockroach that gets inside of your house and infiltrates all of your precious electronics and heated motorized units like your refrigerator the gets into the cabinets, yeah. just poops it all over everything, contaminates all of your stuff. You're breathing in their stuff, giving you respiratory issues. Say up close to German roach. And so this is the thing that I love the most about pest control is the opportunity to walk into a home that is infested with German cockroaches and then telling the people that German cockroaches and having them go like, what's the heavenly little swastikas all over them? Uh, dude, the, the, the comedy writes itself. <laughs> oh, man. No, I... Yeah, I mean, you you can attest to this, but I can like walk into a home now and immediately know either that they currently have or yes. previously have had German roaches. Like I can walk I, uh, into someone. I went over yeah. like someone's house I knew one time, like a friend's house, and I was like, they had just recently you moved too. in, so I so I knew they didn't have them. I mean, and they said they didn't have them, but like I walked in, I'm like, oh, whoever lived here before had German roaches. Yeah. Like, I can smell so, it. And then you go look, like I look a couple places, I'm like, yeah. And there's some, the like poop. a couple yeah. spots where like they, the cleaners missed it, like are on like a hinge or something in the cabinet. I'm like, yeah, yeah. they're here. What I love <laughs> to see in, in, uh, in crap holes and like cheap apartments and stuff where they've had German roaches is where they legitimately just paint over all of the roach oh, poop. Oh, yes. And I've actually so seen roaches that have just been painted <laughs> over on the walls. Yeah. And that's yeah. always fantastic. <laughs> so it has a sickly, sweet, disgusting odor. And what that is that you're smelling is their fecal matter because it actually gets airborne and uh, and it's in the air. You're breathing in the fecal matter and it just is horrible and cloying. And I have horrible allergies to roaches. And funny enough, I do pest control for a living because yeah. I'm not that bright. Uh, but <laughs> I, yeah, you walk in and for me, like you, I know right away that, oh, they have a they have a roach problem. 
I could smell yeah. the, the fecal matter right away. And then my allergies uh, flare I, up immediately. Yeah. So I walked into not- a restaurant. I walked into a restaurant one time and smelled it. And I turned, turned to Trudy. I'm like, I didn't even tell her why. I was like, we're not going to eat here. We're going to go find somewhere else. She's like, what? okay, that's weird. Like she was all excited. And I walked <laughs> outside and I was like, no, I could immediately, I smelled it. I was like, they might not have them now, but I don't trust it. <laughs> like, let's just go somewhere else. So and, and yeah, it's, it's a, As it's somebody, a horrible superpower to have. It's a horrible it's superpower. A horrible superpower. <laughs> it ruined many restaurants for me because once you've, once you've had to go in and do like, that's inevitable when you have eating establishments, uh, to have issues. Sometimes they'll get deliveries and they end up getting roaches brought in. Yeah. And then yeah. that's what we're there for. We're there for the insurance to come in and like when they get an issue like that, it's up to us to try to help eliminate those issues to make things better for their clients and for the people who work there. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, a lot of times sanitation is a major issue. Sanitation is a major issue with a lot of those homes and a lot of those yeah. restaurants where it's like, man, the, the grease is that thick, you know, and it's, <laughs> of course, it's, it's two inches thick. You're yeah, going really to good have food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the food's amazing. And uh, some restaurants, it's, it's perfectly like, okay, they got roaches, but I'm still eating there. No, no, not, <laughs> not me. I, I have never actually, when somebody go, people have asked me like, Hey, what do you guys happen to service this place over here? Uh, what do you think? I don't know about you. You, you know, it's up to you whether you wanted to share that or not. But only one time have I told somebody don't eat at that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roaches really bad. I, I'm trying yeah. to clean them out. They have mice really bad. I'm trying to clean them out, but they don't want to do what they have to do. So they just they got a real issue. Yeah. <laughs> only one time <laughs> have I have I fronted a restaurant off, and I know that's unprofessional, uh, but uh, you know. I mean, it's a health issue. Like I can make someone sick. So. I love how this last uh, few minutes all of a sudden we turned into a pest control podcast. <laughs> hey, you know what? We should do a pest control podcast. No, I'm good. I get enough of that at work. Um, well, if you're done, I'm ready to talk about the games I've been playing. Uh, so I have just played a couple games, uh, not, and not very much, like maybe just two hours total the last week. Um, for about an hour, I played with some buddies uh, online. We played some Secret Hitler. Which I don't know if you've ever played that. It's a, like a mafia type game or a werewolf or, you know, that type of thing where, um, you know, there's liberals and fascists and you're trying to figure out who's who. Um, and basically, like, uh, yeah, the, the fascists are trying to blend in. Like, they don't want to be found out. Everyone kind of knows, like, the, it's okay. Like, everyone's pretending to be a liberal. But uh, then there's the fascists who are hidden. And then one person's Hitler. And, uh, yeah, it's just a really fun, like, game of deception. I don't know why I'm into all these, like, deception games. Like, Among Us. Uh, what was the other game? Unfortunate Spacemen. Secret Hitler. It's just... Lying's fun. Like, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I had a blast playing with some friends online uh, doing that uh, this last week. And then the other one I picked up was Hades. Uh, Nate talked... Well, not as talked. He gushed about it, raved about it all last week on last week's episode, how it's his game of the year so far this year. And I'm like, okay, I need to pick this up. So I saw on Switch, it was like 25 bucks. Uh, of course, literally, I bought it th- like, I forget if it was like Thursday night or something. And then like Friday morning, it went on sale down to like 15 or 20 bucks. I'm like, of course, like I bought a full price. The next day it goes on sale. That's what happens every single time for me. Anyways, I have the worst luck. But dude, 
I, I haven't put a lot of time into it, but I'm really liking it. Like, I don't know if it's quite my game of the year yet. I haven't, I haven't put enough time into it. Um, but I love the art style. I love the music. I love the voice acting. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a really fun game. Uh, it's a roguelike. So back in the past, I've talked about dead cells. Uh, what was that? Probably about a year, year and a half ago. I got super into dead cells. Um, Oh, maybe even longer ago. That might've been back when we first kind of started the podcast two years ago. Anyways, I got super into that. Love Dead Cells. Dead Cells is awesome. Um, it's this is the same type of thing where it's like you. the point of the game is you run through a level as far as you can until you die, and then you start back at the beginning, and you run back through, and you get a little, little bit farther, and then you die, and you get a little bit farther and die. And that's, that's the idea is you keep getting a little bit stronger every time until finally, okay, I can beat this mini boss. Then you get on to the next level and, you know, wash, rinse, repeat. But um, I don't know. Yeah, there's just so much charm to it and all the the different aspects, like I said before, the voice acting, the art, the music, the everything about it is just screams so much style and, uh, and the combat's really fun and the weapons you get and the upgrades. I'm really enjoying it so far. So thank you, Nate, for turning me on to that. It was something I was interested in, but just scared to jump in. Um, after Nate just raved about it, I'm like, okay, I just got to do it. So yeah, loving Sweet. Hades so far. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I um, Like I said, I played like two hours of games last week. Because life wow. is just freaking busy. I don't know what's going on. I just don't have time in my life to play video games anymore. I would almost hazard a guess that it's it's ever since you had a second kid. See, and it's almost like you had an older guy who was sitting there and telling you, listen, son, yeah. this is going to happen when you have a second child. The gaming that you get to talk trash about how much you get to play, that's going to change. And you were like, ha, 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 okay, old guy, keep with your old guy speak. <laughs> Not true at all. And then you popped out a second puppy, and then here you go, never getting the opportunity to play the old Joy-Cons again. But that's but that's that's the catch of it, though, is that I'm not playing games less because of him, though. Like He's never the reason. It's like I get home at the end of the night, I finish putting Shep to bed, I do the dishes or whatever. And then I just sit on the couch. And I don't feel like playing games. Like I have the same amount of time to play games if I want to. I just don't have like the gumption to just get up off the couch and do it. Like that's you know what, what I feel like is? lately. Like I, like I, 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 I got the answer, buddy. It's Jewish okay. guilt because it's Jewish guilt. Yes. Okay. Cause you didn't even know you're Jewish. Now the thing is you had another kid, you get home, you realize the wife has just been, killing herself all day, taking excellent care of your children while you've been like doing nothing but being a heartache to me in our I company. I just watch YouTube videos all day. Watching YouTube, playing on your Switch. And then you <laughs> you go home to your poor, wonderful, incredible wife and you have to, you you just feel guilty. You got Jewish guilt. That's what it is. I See, I figure uh, things out. Garrett, I'm like Columbo, dude. I'm like a detective. Who just yeah. figures things out? Uh, just, just, just one more thing. Yeah. See, see, how I did that. See, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw yeah. that. I, I, I see yeah. you. Um, maybe that's it. I don't think so. I think it's just. I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> it could, <laughs> be. It could work, be work. You can attest to this. Work's kind of been hell the last couple months, so yeah. could be that too. Uh, but yeah. So I, I don't know what it is. Gaming has been kind of funky, but um, yeah. Hopefully, I can, uh, I can pick back up on my gaming schedule again here soon because i do miss it like i do miss playing games but it's just i don't have the energy like i sit there i'm like uh i really 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 want to play like even last night i was like i want to play more hades 
I could literally pick up my switch and play Hades while I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. Like I could still be sitting on the couch and doing nothing while Trudy's watching a show. I can play a game. And even that was like too much. I like sat there. I'm like, no, I like set it down. I set the switch down. I had it in my hand. I just put it down. Let's watch British baking. Uh, the British, what is that? Oh, Great British no, baking you're show. Watching that too? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've been having to be forced <laughs> to watch that as of late. And I was Trudy like, this loves is, it. Oh yeah. So does Janet. But like, I was like, this is so stupid. Why is this on? This is, you know, and I'm like watching it like, Oh, turn this off. It's so stupid. And then pretty soon I'm like, Oh, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of crazy. I, I can't believe they did that. And then I'm like, Oh no, no yeah. I'm watching. I'm <laughs> yeah. watching this garbage. That, that's the problem with it. Is that first you're like, I don't really want to watch this. And then you start watching it. And yeah, the next thing you know, like, Oh, I can't believe he burned his caramel. Oh my gosh. Oh, like, Oh, that, that, that has not been in the oven long enough. No, he needed about five more minutes. Five. And then like, you know, Paul yeah. Hollywood's like, Oh, th- that, that cookie needed a little, you know, needed, they needed like five more minutes in the oven. Yeah. And it's like, I knew it. I knew it was, a, I'm, I'm with you, Hollywood. The he opened the oven. He shouldn't open the oven. Yeah. I messed it all up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trust me. I've wasted a lot of my life as of late watching that, <laughs> that garbage. Oh, so good. So good. All righty guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of super gamer boys, our 99th episode, our last double digit episode ever. How does that make you feel? It, it makes me feel kind of old, actually. I mean, I'm turning 42 in a couple of days. And, uh, yeah, I know. Um, and then, of course, we've got the, the two year anniversary next year, next week. The yeah, uh, triple digit episode and two years of uh, doing our thing. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait for the you know, baked goods you're, you're bringing to the podcast next week. No, not doing uh, that. Man, I, I, if you wanted to just get me some um, gift cards, dude, I mean, I'm, and I'm registered at the okay. Target and the Home Team. Well, we'll see. Uh, if you really love our show and want us to continue for another 100 episodes, uh, or at least 99, we only did 99 so far, another 99 episode, go support us at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. We'd very much appreciate the love and support over there. Like I said, uh, even if uh, uh, things change with the episodes, you know, and the shows, um, whatever it may be, you know, we want to, we want to keep this going as long as possible and you know that we can best do that with uh, your support over at patreon so um, again we appreciate all you who are already supporting us and uh, um, would love to see uh, more of you join the community over there uh, you can also buy our merch supergamerboys.com slash store uh, you probably saw me earlier in the episode sipping some tea from our super gamer boys mug mug has our mugs on there the, the new one actually has zetch's face at the bottom me me jj zetch this is uh, version 1.0 uh, before Zetch joined our show. But uh, go check it out over there. Uh, oh, I forgot. I posted on social media, but we have face mask. I finally designed a Super Gamer Boys face mask. So oh, if you want to protect yourself from COVID, <laughs> go over there. And I think it's like seven or eight bucks. And it has uh, our uh, uh, like the purple like button print uh, in the background. And then our logo right in the middle. Where it, says, it says Super Gamer Boys. So go check that out. You can get a sweet face mask and rep, uh, rep Super Gamer Boys with that. And uh, rate and review us. That helps a lot on YouTube. Like the video, subscribe to our channel, leave a comment. All that helps us get found on YouTube. And then uh, during the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram, uh, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at gmorling. JJ is on Twitter at... At JJ Purdom, and I'm going to check it this week, I promise. 
Right, right, right. I bet. I bet. It could happen. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram at Ground Floor Graphics, Facebook.com slash Ground Floor Graphics. And uh, that is it. That's all I got for you. All right. Well, we we are missing uh, Nerd Dad Zetch. So uh, mm-hmm. shout out to Zetch Keenan, our normal uh, co-host here on the show. Uh, Zetch, it's just weird to not have anybody on the show who's smaller than me. So uh, we look forward to having you back on the show for our anniversary next week. Um, he is Garrett Morlang, and uh, I almost ate his bread earlier today, and he works for me currently. My employee, I am his boss. Nope, I am, no, that's true. I'm pretty sure that's accurate. And my name is the, the king of all voices on the show, the voice of the Super Gamer Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is J.J. Purdom. And we will catch you guys on the... No, wait, that's your line. You know whoa, what? hey, 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 hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, let's back it up. Yeah, that's yeah. Garrett. I'm, I'm JJ. <laughs> and we're desperately out of time. And you're, you're supposed to say, and we're the Super Gamer Boys. Okay. Remember, right, and we are the Super Gamer Boys. I say, okay, and we'll... Let's try it. Hey, wait, yeah. hold on. Okay, one more okay. time. Cut. Okay. Cut, and let's go back here. Okay. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> He's not here this week. Zer- search more. No, wait, not search more line. No, okay, <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> He's Zetch Keenan. No, he's not here, though. So how that does that here. Okay. You don't have to say him because he's not here. Well, but I feel like I got I to gotta talk about him because he wasn't on we the did. show. We did. You, you, you shouted out his, his social media at NerdDadZetch. Go follow him. We already talked about him. Okay, so forget that guy who's not on the show this week. But who you do need to know about is the captain of this ship, at G. Morlang, Aaron Morlang. And uh, then myself, uh, again, J.J. Purdom. And <laughs> uh, we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the flippity flop. I'm going to edit all that out and post, so don't worry about it. No, you're going to leave all that stuff in. Okay. No, no, no. I'll cut it. It's fine. It's fine. No, I'm afraid. Wink. Wink. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.